It's time for Recipe of the Day. Today is International Falafel Day, and so I am telling you how to make a falafel patty to have in a burger. You can use the same recipe to do more like traditional falafel balls, but I really love it on burgers, especially this time of year when I'm grilling a lot and just feeling like in that burger spirit. So first, what is falafel? Falafel is a Middle Eastern dish that's made of spiced chickpeas, sometimes other pulses instead, that's formed into balls and then deep fried usually, and then it's often served in pita bread with tahini and other sauces and some fresh vegetables. The one we're doing today is actually pan fried. And like I said, we're doing it on a burger. If you haven't had falafel before, it's really got this wonderful, firm, I want to say meaty texture, but like substantial and filling. If you like hummus and find that to be like a substantial snack, you would probably like falafel too. It's very different from hummus, but has that same heartiness to it. And they're both made out of chickpeas after all. Okay, so I've often heard people say that to make the best falafel, you need to cook your own chickpeas. I disagree, or at least I refused to believe it. And so instead, I decided to figure out how to use canned chickpeas to make a great falafel. The reason being that I really like the convenience of falafel and be able to just make it and have it right then. And if I have to start by cooking chickpeas from the beginning, then I'm probably not going to do it. So this version uses the canned chickpeas that you've got in your pantry. If you have that, you don't really need much else. Most of the other ingredients are pretty optional. They're mostly there for flavor. I should just stop and say right now that chickpeas are often also called garbanzo beans. So if you didn't know what I was talking about with chickpeas and your word is garbanzo beans or garbanzos, that's what we're talking about here. So how do you make this falafel? You start with a food processor and you add your canned chickpeas. That's one 14.5 ounce can that you've drained and rinsed. Draining because we don't want the liquid and rinsing because sometimes there's some salt from that liquid left on them and we don't necessarily need that. It's a lot of salt. To that in the food processor, you're adding a medium onion finely chopped, some garlic minced up, some flat leaf parsley, all-purpose flour, cilantro, cumin, salt, some crushed red pepper flakes if you want a little bit of heat, and some black pepper. Like I said, most of that is optional. So if you only have onion and no garlic, that's fine. If you have parsley but no cilantro, that's fine too. If you want to use dried parsley, that would work. If you don't have cumin but you have chili powder, that's going to work. It doesn't really matter. You just want that mixture to taste good. The only thing that's not optional really is the chickpeas and the flour. So then pulse that in the food processor about 10 times until it's really well pureed and kind of coming together. Then this is the important thing. And this is why people often think that you can't make falafel from canned chickpeas. What you need to do is get the excess moisture out of there. And it's just because those canned chickpeas have been sitting in liquid. They have more liquid in them than the cooked ones that you make yourself. So we're going to get rid of that. To do that, you're going to put five sheets of paper towel on the counter. You could instead use cheesecloth if you have that, or if you have like clean kitchen towel, like fabric kitchen towel that you use for this sort of thing. I have some that I use all the time for draining potatoes. If I'm making potato pancakes, I put the potatoes, shredded potatoes into this like clean kitchen towel and squeeze it. If you have that, that's fine too, or just regular paper towel. So if you're using paper towel, it's like five sheets, get that out on the counter and then put that whole chickpea mixture on there. And then you're just going to start squeezing the liquid out into your sink. Now you don't want to tear the paper towel. So just be a little bit gentle. Keep going. If liquid is still coming out after that, you can do more paper towel. You just want it as dry as you can get it. After that, you're almost done. You're going to shape that mixture into four patties using your hands. I always find it easier when making any kind of patty to start by shaping it into a ball. And that's because I can really squeeze and compact from all sides. If I'm instead trying to shape a patty, you just think about it. Some of the mixture is coming out the sides all the time because your hand isn't wrapped around it. So squeeze it nice and firmly into a ball 
first. And then once you have that nice compact shape and you know that it's all smooshed together really good, then flatten it into a patty. Now, people always ask me if they can freeze them at this point. I prefer to cook them and then freeze them. And then I'm reheating them either by baking them or microwaving them or even putting them back into the frying pan. But I just find that they hold together a little bit better if they've been cooked first. So you're going to get out a nonstick frying pan, add some oil to there, get it over kind of medium high heat. And then you're adding the patties and cooking just until golden brown underneath about four minutes, then flip and do the other side. Everything in here is fully cooked and safe to eat. I mean, we like to cook out the flour flavor, I guess, but there wasn't very much of it. It's being used as a binder. It's not like a thing where you need the flour to cook to thicken a sauce or anything like that. So really you're just heating it through and getting that nice brown crust on the outside. Four minutes aside, take it off the pan and then you can put them into burgers. I really love to do a burger with like tzatziki sauce on it and maybe a big slice of feta cheese. You know, when you can buy that like big block of feta cheese and get a slice or two off of there, some tomatoes, red onions, spinach, wonderful, wonderful burger. Okay, I'm going to put the link to this recipe in the show notes, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. And I'm also going to let you know that today on my other podcast, Time Management Insider, I am talking to Nico Vera. He's a Peruvian plant-based cook who's had recipes posted all over the place. Really amazing guy, really great stories, and he knows how to make a plant-based pisco sour, and he tells us how. You've got to check it out. Time Management Insider, episode number Number 89. Okay, I am Christine Pittman from cookthestory.com. Let's get cooking. Mm-hmm. 